How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have with me in this season a new co-star, Mr. Dave Frost with Well Past 40 LLC. How's it going, Dave? It's going well, Brad. Happy holidays. And, you know, any day that ends in a Y is a great day to natter about health and fitness. At least that's my uh, hypothesis. So thanks. How are you? Yeah, absolutely. Doing well. Doing well. Good. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to the next uh, topic for our next episode. Um, just chronic pain. I mean, both of us have dealt with that. I'm sure a lot of your clients have. And just, you know, besides chronic pain, having mind-body awareness, you know, more focusing, I think we talked about before, but more focusing on quality reps and quality um, time spent on fitness versus just trying to boot camp it and destroy your poor body. You know, at this point, all our listeners are over 40, you know, we don't want to do any more damage at this point, <laughs> but we got to get past that chronic pain first. You bet. And if I may, let me start with my operational definition, Brad, and see if it resonates with your listeners. Maybe they have a slightly different take on it. Um, I uh, believe chronic pain is a daily or almost daily feedback that your brain and body get from some sensation for three months or longer. So I herniated a disc and I had chronic pain, sciatica, radiculitis, and I was not a happy camper for seven months until I pulled the plug and had invasive surgery for spinal fusion. Um, I'm not a very smart trainer because I dropped a rather large kettlebell on my great toe. Mm. And uh, our, doctors, our, our daughter is a doctor and she said, dad, your toe's black and blue. I don't think it's broken. And I said, okay. So I kind of hobbled around for a little bit uh, until it, every day occurrence for almost three months. I went and got an x-ray and sure enough, my great toe was broken by a kettlebell interaction. So powderized, so. not even broken. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, be, safety first, uh, don't be a knucklehead like Dave. As I say, do as I say, uh, not as I did in that case. <laughs> uh, but so definition wise, Brad, I say chronic is about three months, not sacred, but about three months daily or almost every day. Now, the subset of that is you can have background pain that lasts, but it doesn't impact your quality of life or activities of daily life. So there's a, a uh, also a statistic done by our government, which is a very good statistic that says how many people have chronic pain that impacts their livelihood, either at the workplace or is at home or as a caretaker, if they're a first responder for the greatest generation. So pain, uh, is a terrible thing, yet it's not all bad. Mm -hmm. There's a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of people who have chronic insensitivity to pain. Uh, they could bite their tongue off and not know it. They could put their hand in white hot flames and not know it. Uh, that is not good because pain is some, it's a sensation that tells our nervous system and ultimately our brain, hey, something's going on. You, you, you might want to tune into it. So pain can be a useful thing if we manage it and if we're either either with uh, natural things for muscular pain or joint pain, or possibly if you have uh, de uh, debilitating physical uh, challenges, then of course we start talking about professionals and prescriptions and things like that. Uh, but I advocate, Brad, and um, it's one of my few equations in the book, Kaboomer, that you nicely mentioned. <laughs> uh, it's better to take two steps at a time 
than take two prescription pills at a time. And with breathing and with hugging and with natural things and joy of life, uh, maybe we can lessen our, what we've come to, unfortunately, polypharmacy has taken, I think, a bigger part of our lives than we should, even at your age. Certainly at my age, uh, the average of people 65 and above Medicare years is more than three prescription pills a day. Yep. We don't know all the interactions of those and the doctor really doesn't have time to look at the interaction or the unknown unknowns. And I say, do you need those prescription pills or drugs? And if, or, uh, if there's a question mark in your mind, could you talk to somebody or do research to perhaps breathe better, to exercise better, uh, to have a pet? Isn't it ironic that a, a working dog can go into a hospital and make a banged up patient feel better uh, because the patient remembers a happy, happy days with a puppy uh, that, to offset the pain? Because it's true, Brad, there is no pain without brain. And uh, whether we talk about cognitive behavioral theory, which our VA administration use, or the VA, the Veterans Administration, uh, uses for folks that have had trauma in their military careers, uh, it helps them focus on the happy memories and to compartmentalize unhappy things. And what they're finding, and I'm a layman, but what they're finding is happy memories uh, create nice, positive hormonal uh, messengers and flows and maybe 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 prescription drill uh, uh, drugs are lessened i sure hope so i mean we have an opioid epidemic if we didn't have covid we talk a lot more about uh, opioids and you know uh, why americans seem to go to drugs so often i guess because we can afford it but um golly i would just love sweat and polypharmacy scares me it scares me because our kids are paying for it and uh, i'm blessed that i take zero prescription drills drugs today and i like to keep it that way so yeah. um, you know what uh, for some people out there you know if you if they did have to go that route you know i don't think there's a big problem as long as in your head you have a game plan or like you said or doing research to hopefully maybe get off some of these so if some people don't even have that mindset you're already lost like uh, absolutely. To- and, and narcotics are habit forming. And those are habits that we do not want to form and last. If we need them, um, again, I'm not a doctor. Doctors uh, are very, very good at prescribing things to address effects. Yeah. What we should all be better at is addressing causes. Yep. Where did the pain come from? And of course, there's cases where prescriptions are required. And um, I, I just hope folks will be skeptical when somebody says, here, take this, you'll feel better. And I'm saying, well, how about if you sweat more? Or how about if you hugged more? Yeah. Can you take steps two at a time instead of pills two at a time? And also, just going back to the overall general you know, chronic pain, pandemic almost um it's just there's so many people in pain across the u.s and there is so many viable options and maybe sometimes pharmacy is you know what we both of us hope that you can do it holistically but the one thing you don't want to do is just give up and get stuck in chronic pain because chronic pain over time can lead to depression and more serious type issues and you know people getting going down that downward spiral it is not good so it is a slippery slope brad you're absolutely right and uh i just hope and pray that people get traction be smart 
uh, know that there are potential, I won't say, you know, slam dunk, yeah. uh, but I'm saying, uh, please be a smart consumer and realize that your body is a temple. If you believe what's written in the, the good book, treat yeah. your body like a temple. And are there things that you can do holistically, naturally to uh, avoid um, prescription drugs? Yeah. You know, just all the things I've learned over the years and probably more in the last 10 years, to, to be honest, 30 to 40, and like really highly trying to educate myself. You know, there's so many causes of chronic pain um, and some can be dealt with just simple stretching, just sweating and working out like you're saying, physical therapy, some, you know, medical doctors can intervene at times. And then also um, mind-body connection and uh, your parasympathetic, what is it? parasympathetic um, mm -hmm. flight or flight um, response and how, you know, you can get in an injury and then you could be totally healed, but the pain you're feeling is not from, you know, muscular anymore. It's your nervous system is holding and locking other muscles that were never even part of the injury. And that's, what's causing that. So there's, it, there's um, so many, it's just endless, but you just can't give up. You can't, you can't give up the good fight. That's uh, again, uh, Henry, I said, Robert early, I apologize. Henry Ford, whether you think you can or cannot, you're right. So yeah. try to try to think you can, at least until it gets too hard and you're ready to uh, pack your bags and, and concede to um, getting old. We have to get older and celebrate getting older. I'm in the encore years of my life and I'm loving it. This is the last third of my life. This is, this is my encore mm -hmm. and I wanna have a great run at it. I'd like it to be a long final chapter. Uh, but, you know, I've been through uh, the happiness downturn that folks in their 40s often experience because of demands of work and dependence and divorces and craziness that's going on. Um, you, and folks like maybe your age just haven't gone through uh, what old fuds like older fuds like me have gone through. So we can kind of take it maybe in a little more stride as we get our house in order. In fact, my forebearer, Ralph Waldo Emerson, talked about felicities of age. So I encourage folks in their fourth and fifth decades to realize the encore years are going to come if you treat your body like a temple, uh, if you sweat, if you smile, if you sleep well, if you eat well, you can do it. You're an athlete. So motion, 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 motion. If you don't yes. use it, you lose it. That is 100% for real. You know, a lot you of besides that too, you know, I promote a lot of uh, balance training with um, pretty much everyone over 40, but you know, more important, like 70 plus because the slips, trips and falls. I mean, some of those, you just can't come back from at that point. So it is, gotta, it is alarming that, uh, one, out, every 11 minutes, an elder dies uh, from a fall, uh, one out of three people over the age of 65 trips and falls every year. Now we don't fall. Uh, we don't trip more than kids did but they catch themselves. They have this thing called spatial awareness. The big word is proprioception. Mm -hmm. They're able to respond, sense and respond to an abnormal thing like a, a trip, a toe stub or a, uh, you know, a snowboard lean or whatever. Uh, but when we get older, if we don't practice those uh, neuromuscular actions to have spatial awareness, um, we might very well fall, and that generally is not good. Hip replacement, I mean, sure, the ortho orthopod gets money from the, uh, yeah. <laughs> from the hip replacement, but that doesn't necessarily mean your quality of life is going to be tickety-boo. So uh, I say it's better to avoid falls than to endure 
and try to get through uh, something that could be uh, sprained, broken, uh, or just badly bruised. Yeah, avoid falling and stability is a huge part of it. Um, what are some of the tests of longevity? Well, one of them, how long can you stand on one leg yep. with your eyes closed? And you can, you can increase it rapidly if you practice it regularly. Uh, but that is a proven, uh, Mayo Clinic and others have shown that standing on one leg with your eyes closed is a valid predictor of longevity. And of course, it will help you uh, avoid falls too, because your leg, leg strength and your spatial awareness is so improved. Yeah. And boy, talk about chronic pain. A broken hip is chronic pain. So you want to avoid that. Yeah. yeah. And then also, you know, broken ankle or rolled ankle. I mean, it's very easy to get over that, but the chronic long lasting effects. I mean, this is all your weight is on that tiny little ligament down there and it starts from there and goes its way up. So well, that's right. And we forget that every step we take, uh, our lower limbs absorb uh, three times our body weight. I'm a 200 plus pounder. So every step I take is 700 pounds of pressure yeah. and we need strong muscles to support our strong connective tissues. And we need our connective tissues to support moving joints, not stiff or a rarely used joints. Motion is lotion, like you said, absolutely. Stability, I'll tell you. And the, and the nice thing about it, you have to practice it, but the nice thing about stability behind stretching, it's the quickest way to improve your uh, your physical well-being, your physical bank, what I call your physical 401k. Mm -hmm. Stretching, you can get wonderful uh, extensions and range of motion and easing pain with the right uh, regimen of stretching exercises, many yoga-like. I mean, the, uh, the, the, uh, the folks that invented yoga were onto something, I believe that. Uh, but uh, stretching is pretty quick. You can see noticeable results in a few days or weeks. Stability, definitely a few weeks. Strength, yeah. eight to 12 weeks. Stamina, unfortunately, the bedrock of your physical bank can take months but you yep. still need to do it. Yep. And, you know, stretching in my mind is, you know, 10 minutes is plenty, you know, going the extent the yoga, the yogis go hour, an hour and a half and then under heat. I mean, to each his own, but <laughs> I prefer the old school, just easy warm up and then 10 minutes stretch. And yeah. And, and if go. I, if we could just uh, dwell a moment on uh, stretching to ease pain, it certainly can. It does in my case. And whether it's uh, muscle soreness, discomfort or joint pain, stretching can certainly help because blood flow increases, dispatching of toxins uh, in, uh, is improved, your lymphatic system drains better with exercise or humming or cold showers and putting your head lower than your hips. But yeah, uh, stretching and stability are pretty closely related. They're both uh, near-term results, at leading the long-term results, but there's really no excuse for any folks 40 or above not to stretch every day of their lives. Really yep. isn't. It's just, so important. It's just, just routine. As routine as, you know, getting your uh, walks in and your, your workouts in. Absolutely. And, and if I may, Brad, also, I agree. Dynamic stretching is to get your body temp up to make sure your joints are ready to do work or exercise or play uh, and uh, make sure your range of motion is good. So dynamic stretching can be just a few minutes before your workout or your daily activity. Static stretching. Yeah, the hours of stretching is great. Um, but we call static stretching, let's say that you work your hamstrings, uh, you really only need 20 to 30 seconds, uh, each wonderful static stretch of a hamstring uh, to um, ease uh, 
uh, post-exercise discomfort. You can do more, but the, it tails off. It's a non-linear phenomenon. So yeah, it's so important to do regularly, but it's not important to invest hours in my humble opinion. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one too. Well, uh, Dave, uh, I just wanted to thank you for being on our show. It's been a pleasure. Um, for all our listeners out there, you know, if they want to get a hold of you or check out your book, um, do you have any social media profiles, website, or what's where, where can they find your book? <laughs> well, even at, even in my encore years, I do have a couple of social media channels. Uh, uh, Twitter, DEFP Trainer. DEF, my initials, P for personal trainer. Um, Facebook, wellness and fitness coaching, or you can look up David E. Frost. And my website is well past 40, and the 40 is F-O-R-T-Y, no dashes, hyphens, or whatever, well past 40, which kind of resonates with over 40, doesn't it, for yep. uh, your, your uh, domain. Uh, but wellpast40.com, and uh, Kaboomer is listed on there. Um, but um, it can also, Kaboomer, K-A-B-O-O-M-E-R, uh, can be bought wherever fine books are sold. Um, the bookstore named after the river, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, whatever. It's out there, as you mentioned, um, in your audiobook version of it. It's in, it's in audio, paperback, hardback, and uh, ebook. Um, there's, uh, it is uh, an experiential uh, journal of where I've been primarily since I blew out my back uh, in, on September 11, 2001, by the way. That was oh, my wow. Phoenix moment when I hopefully turned my life around and maybe can help some other people. So um, Kaboomer is, um, uh, and you just, uh, there's not many Kaboomer references with Dr. Google. So folks just type in uh, Kaboomer, they'll, they'll probably find their way to uh, a copy of it if they're interested probably find it in the top top three i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> it's a crowded field but uh um the uh, the audiobook that you're listening to brad that's almost eight hours so you know uh, hopefully it's not droll uh, although it's this voice that you listen to i tried to get a paid actor you know uh, uh, tom hanks was busy so i'm the i'm the narrator uh and yet it has hopefully tips tricks and hacks for people to say what henry ford said whether you think you can or cannot, you're right. I want people to say, yes, I can. You know, the little engine that could. Yes, you can. Even in the one of the busiest decades of your life in your 40s. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Well, I love it. Well, thank, uh, thank you, Dave, for uh, jumping on the show with us. And I'm sure we'll pull you on, uh, at a, you know, in the future again so uh um hey um hopefully sometime in 2022 and i hope all your listeners uh, get through the period when new year's resolutions tend to fail which is by valentine's day so uh, please pick uh specific measurable and achievable goals to be successful in your living habits not crash and burn like 80 percent of all people who establish new year's resolutions do but i just wanted to share resistance training is so important as you know but a lot of people don't realize this these factors of senescence sarcopenia avoiding falls uh, i'm writing a sequel called strong to save i believe in resistance training so much um, that um, you know i'll get you a copy when it uh, when it gets finished yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well awesome well thank you dave once again and uh our listeners as always i'll put all the links in the description of the podcast and uh and then we'll uh, check you guys out next time uh, Brad, thank you so much. Happy holidays. And to your listeners, thank you for listening. And again, um, yes, you can. You're an athlete. Yes, you can. <laughs>